Summer Challenge. What's up guys? Welcome to the Mark Summer Challenge. I am so excited to start this with you. Of course, I'm at the beach because it's the summer and it's the first episode, so we had to start off with a bang. So I hope you're enjoying the vibes behind me, the waves crashing, and it's pretty chill here, so I'm enjoying the weather and this is gonna be good. I'm excited for the challenge. It is similar to last year's Proverbs Challenge where every day in the month of July, you are going to pray on your own, you're going to read the daily passage, and then you're gonna to come to these videos. We're gonna do a little devotional together. This year, it's in the book of Mark, and we're gonna learn about God's word together through these video devotionals, and then afterwards, you're gonna go back to the website, answer some application questions, and that's gonna be the process every day in the month of July, okay? Now, here it is. If you complete at least 25 days out of the 31 days of July, then there will be a prize for you, okay? Are you up for the challenge? Let's go. It's easy and it's gonna help us to grow in our discipline and habit of reading God's word every day and studying it every day. It's gonna help us to become more like him, to know him better. His word will purify us and this is the best thing that we can do. So I am very excited, excited to go through it with you this summer. And this summer, we are going through the book of Mark, as I said. So, four gospels. You've got Matthew, you've got Mark, you've got Luke, you've got John. Matthew focuses in, if we were to look at what do these gospels, these four gospels focus in on, how do they uh, identify Jesus, what do they really hone in on? If you were to look at the book of Matthew, you would see a theme of Jesus as King. If you were to look at the book of Luke, you would see a theme of Jesus as man. If you were to look at the book of John, you would see Jesus as the Son of God. But this summer, we're in Mark, and Mark focuses in on Jesus as servant. In fact, our theme verse, and the one that you're gonna wanna memorize this summer is Mark 10, verse 45. It says, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You want to memorize that. It's a theme verse, Jesus as servant. That's what Mark focuses in on. This is the gospel according to who? Mark. He's the author. And although Mark was not an apostle, he was a follower of the apostle Peter. And so essentially, this book is a direct result of Mark following Peter and listening to Peter's sermons about Jesus. And then he gathered all that he remembered about Jesus and he wrote it here. And that's how he got the book of Mark. It was penned by Mark, physically written by him, but as we know, it was inspired by God. These are the very words of God. So they are perfect. They are all true. So this book is uh, different. It is uh, different than the others. It's unique as all the gospels are. And Mark moves very quickly, as you will see. Over and over again, as we read this book, you're gonna see the word immediately, immediately, immediately. And Mark just goes quickly through the life of Jesus and his ministry. 
not to purposefully leave out details, but he wants to focus on the works of Jesus Christ. He's going to leave out the lengthy teachings and the lengthy uh, details, and he's just going to give you the quick glimpses of Jesus' life and ministry, the important stuff. And it's, uh, it's actually very fun, and it's appropriate for our challenge because we are also moving very quickly, okay? We've got 31 days to go through the book of Mark, and it's going to be awesome. He moves quick, and we are moving fast too. This is the shortest gospel out of the four. Mark is only 16 chapters. Uh, and today, with that introduction of Mark and the challenge, we're going to get to our passage. You should have already read Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. And the title of this devotional is Jesus and the Baptizer. Jesus and the Baptizer. Now, imagine that you are a soldier in the ancient world and you are in the middle of a war, a bloody, hard, brutal war, and you are just battling, out, battling it out with other soldiers, with thousands of other soldiers, and you are just one of many. And this war lasts years. I mean, years. It is a long and dreadful war, and it is hard, and people are dying left and right, and it is brutal, and your family is at home, and they are waiting for you. They've been waiting for you for years, as long as this war has been going on as, uh, since it started. They've been waiting for you to come home. They've been waiting for news of the war to be over. They don't know whether you are dead or whether you are alive. Your children are waiting for you. Your wife or husband is waiting for you. And it is waiting, waiting, waiting until hopefully the war ends in victory and you come home alive. Imagine that. That would be pretty intense, right? Now imagine the war finally ends and you come out victorious and you manage somehow with all the hot Cheetos and Takis and all of your diet that you eat, somehow you manage to survive. The war is over. Then a soldier whose only job is to immediately after the war is over to run back home and to proclaim that you guys just won and that you guys are coming home. That person would be called the messenger. They would be the sender. And the message they would proclaim is euangelion, which means good news. They would proclaim the good news that you are coming back and that you won the war. Well, this is a similar feeling to how we get introduced to the book of Mark. Mark starts similarly. He presents after 400 years of not hearing from God, after 400 years of silence, Mark no longer waits. He gets to the point uh, and, and everybody's waiting for the Messiah. He doesn't start with the genealogy. He doesn't start with the narrative of Jesus's birth like, other, like the other gospel does. No, Mark gets straight to the point 
And the reason why he is writing, he states it from the very beginning. Look down at your Bibles, Mark 1, verse 1. His purpose is to present the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. His whole purpose of writing this book is to present the euangelion, the good news that people have been waiting and longing for. This is the best news. This is the most important news. This news is about a person. It is about Jesus Christ. This is about his perfect life, his ministry, his death and resurrection. This is the euangelion, the gospel, the good news. Well, the first person that Mark introduces is, of course, Jesus Christ. But then as you read, Mark introduces someone else. And his name is John the Baptizer. John the Baptist. John the Baptizer. I originally wanted to title this devotional, Jesus and the Grasshopper Eater. And you see why, right? So I I came up with this title and then I went and I asked Sammy Bennon if it was a good one. And he said yes. And so I knew that if Sammy said yes, it was good, then chances are it was actually pretty bad. And I needed to get a greater focus on John the baptizer. So Jesus and the baptizer, John is wearing camel's hair and he's wearing a leather belt. And he has a very specific diet. You know, my favorite foods are Takis and sushi and steak. John's favorite foods are grasshoppers, locusts, and wild honey. Now I have a friend, and if I could imagine what John the baptizer looks like, he looks exactly like him. And and I would bet that his favorite foods too are grasshoppers and wild honey. What's up, Luke Shada, okay? Uh, John is unique, and despite his unique appearance, despite how he looks, Many people are following him. I mean, so many people are following John. You might have your favorite preachers, right? You know, Chris Mueller, Sean Farrell, maybe our camp speaker. Maybe you like a little bit of J-Mac, John MacArthur. But these people, they love John the baptizer. And John is preaching and he has one job, one focus as prophesied throughout the entire Old Testament. Mark even gives us a little quotation from Malachi 3 in Isaiah chapter 40. His job is to prepare the way for the King, for the coming Messiah that all the Old Testament has been waiting for. Look down at verses 7 through 8. Mark chapter 1, 7 through 8, it says, you got to see it, to see John's message, verses 7 through 8, and he was preaching and saying, after me, one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is great humility from John. He accurately views himself as unworthy. He accurately views Jesus as the Messiah they've been longing for, as the King, 
as the worthy one, the only worthy one. John doesn't care about how many followers he has, although he has many, many followers. He, his only goal is to point people to Jesus Christ. He says in John 1, when he sees Jesus, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Incredible. All he is doing, all John the baptizer is doing, is preparing the way for the Messiah. And he's constantly pointing people towards Jesus Christ. Take your eyes off of me. I know I eat grasshoppers and wild honey and I preach really good, but it's not about me. It is about Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He's coming and now he's finally here. Incredible. Jesus now comes to John looking to be baptized. Now, does Jesus have any sin in him? No, right? Jesus is not getting baptized to cleanse himself from sin. Jesus is sinless. He is perfect. He is holy. No, he is coming to be baptized by John because Jesus obeys the Father perfectly. Perfectly. And as a man, he identifies with sinners like you and me. Sinners whom one day, eventually, he will suffer and die for and pay the penalty for their sin and be the perfect righteous substitute. That is why Jesus gets baptized, to obey the Father perfectly and to identify with sinners like you and me because he is the Son of Man. There is, of course, much more to unpack in this passage and unfortunately we're going to move quick like Mark and we're not going to uncover every rock, every detail, maybe not even every verse we'll get to. But we will try our best to pull out the main point, the main idea of each passage we read and we'll study Jesus together. And uh, in today's passage, in today's passage of Mark chapter 1 verses 1 through 13, Mark presented his purpose, that is to lay out and set forth the euangelion, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And then he introduced us to Jesus and the baptizer, John the baptizer. So now you will head back onto our website. You will find the link to the application questions and you'll answer those. The questions today are, what is the theme of Mark? I'm going to give you a hint. It's the first day, so it's easy. The theme of Mark is Jesus as servant. Jesus as servant. The second question is, what is Mark's purpose? And you can find that in verse 1. And then the third question is, can you learn from how John the Baptist viewed himself and how he viewed Jesus? There was a difference there, right? How did John view himself and how did he view Jesus? And how can we learn from his example? So after you answer those questions online, you will complete day one out of 31 of the Mark Summer Challenge. Listen, I am so excited that you are doing this with us. It is going to be a lot of fun and we're going to learn a lot about who Jesus Christ is as servant. And it's going to motivate us and push us 
to become more like him in all those areas. Very exciting. Keep going. I'll see you tomorrow.